On today's episode of Bros Debate, we're going to be talking about MLB coming back, a new segment called Sink or Swim, and it'll be NFL Team Playoffs Edition, Pretenders or Contenders, and let's get into the episode. Alright, today is June 25th, you'll probably be listening as June 26th, but anyways, news came out today of the 60-game return to play for the MLB, along with a lot of rules like players aren't even allowed to spit, universal DH, some extra inning rules with the runner on second implemented. What do you think of those rules? A lot of new rules. Um, I mean, there's nothing to complain about in my opinion. I like the I like the runner on second base and the extra innings for sure. I think that speeds up. Yeah, I games. like it in the regular season. I think in the playoffs, playoffs it a different story. should definitely be normal baseball. But I mean, I like the DHs. I get that it's traditional, but... I mean, as people want, they want they want homers. I mean, that makes yeah. sense. I mean, I understand if you're mad at it, you're probably a 75-year-old man yeah. who's yelling at your front lawn. But if you're a fan of the National League, yeah, if you're, you're, gonna, you're jumping for joy. Yeah, as long as you're not some old man, then you're probably happy. The one thing I don't like about the MLB coming back is because there's obviously not going to be any fans, and that pisses me off because... I fucking hate the Astros, and this is some bullshit that Corona... They definitely, they definitely got a lucky break. Yeah, Corona literally took away all the shine away from all the hatred towards them. Because I remember back in February how funny it was every day, just seeing people shit on them. They definitely got a lot of heat towards the end of the season. But in terms of the 60-game season, I fuck with it heavy, honestly. I mean, it just makes it more... It makes every game more important. Yeah, it'll be very interesting in July, August. Divisional I mean, games are going to get tough. Yeah, it's going to be a lot more intense. Teams are going to be really now we'll, every game. Yeah. And the, truly the the best teams are going to make it, this, finally. I wouldn't say that. I would say there's a better so. chance that... Someone. Well, with a smaller schedule, there's definitely a better chance of like a team just getting hot at the beginning and then... Just like the Marlins out. could just randomly come out and go on an eight-game win streak to start the series season, and then they might just ride it out and barely go above five hundred the rest yeah. of the year, and they make the playoffs. Fair, because I mean, with less games, there's less. Like, you definitely can see some bullshit happening, but it'll still be interesting. I mean, the best teams don't make it every year. There's injuries, all that. I mean, it'll be interesting with injuries, just in general, with. If a guy gets hurt, he might be out for the year a lot small, like easier now because there's a lot smaller right. time between the beginning of the season and the end of the season. Like a small injury that would usually put you out for a month, now is probably going to put you out for nearly the whole season. Let's get into some predictions about who we think is going to run it. Um, personally, I mean, I like the Yankees. I mean, in the American I mean, League. The roster is definitely solid. No uh, doubt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, top to bottom, good offensive weapons everywhere. I like the pitching staff. Yeah, Garrett Cole. Uh, Garrett Cole, the addition of him is gonna make it it's gonna make a splash for sure. And they have the best bullpen in the MLB like every year. So who do you think? So you think Yankees won the pen in there? The, yep, I think they're gonna go. And then the National League is gonna get that'll get dicey. I mean I'm a Nats fan. Definitely. Same. I mean, I want them to go, but I'm thinking the Dodgers. I'm thinking the Braves. Um, 
Well, yeah, those are the top two. Yeah, <laughs> those are the top two teams. I mean, yeah, I just don't. It's just too. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be interesting. My predictions, I guess, preseason World Series will be. I'll go. I want the Nats, and I will say the Angels just because of Rendon and Mike Trout. Maybe oh, this that's, is that's maybe fair. this is the season. Trout just goes Trout on. and the fact that they have Rendon. And I don't I hate their bullpen has always been an issue. I hate yeah, that. It is. They're probably not going to make a World Series. I'm just saying it's just for shits. I'll go Braves Yankees. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I could definitely see it. I mean, the Braves are solid. Personally, though, not even like the preseason, just projections. My favorite part of every news coming back is the spit rule. Because I don't think there's a single chance in fucking hell that it's going to get enforced. How they're going to enforce that? It's not going to get enforced. There's not going to be any spit suspensions. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to see Matt Scherzer or these guys that have been dipping their entire lives just stop dipping. That's I not mean, gonna, that's it's not going to happen. <laughs> there's no chance. But uh, anyways, just just all around. It's exciting. A lot of rules. A lot of rules. A lot of new rules. A lot of new rules, and it's it's just an exciting time. I hope. So today is June twenty fifth. It's supposed to be back July twenty fourth. I'm hoping a month from now, I'm laying on my couch, watching baseball. Like literally, I, that's all I want. That would be that'd be ideal. <laughs> yeah, and then a week later, we get basketball after that. So, yeah. Let's let's segue into basketball after that. Yeah. All right. So the NBA. Like, we've seen some players drop out already. We've seen Davis Bertans, I think, because of his contract. And then we just saw Avery Bradley because of his son. Trevor. But, oh yeah, Trevor, too. Those are three solid players. But so far, we haven't had any superstars, luckily. That, right. Which well, is, let's, let's, let's talk about a little bit Avery Bradley. I mean, he's a huge impact on the Lakers. He's probably their second best. I mean, he's the best... Perimeter defender, yeah. without a doubt, and he's been knocked down most of the year. He's kind of like the perfect guard. You he's he's with the him. glue on the defense for sure. He's behind the, AD. Yeah, he, but I mean, in terms of replacement, I'm a big Caruso fan. I love I love Caruso, <laughs> but I'm really just looking forward to see Jr. Because I they haven't think think they haven't announced it yet, but I don't see a way that he isn't signed because he is yeah. electric. <laughs> that'll be that'll be coming soon. Yeah. And then there's been a few players test positive, but that should be fine because it's still a month out, so as long right. as they just quarantine and get healthy. But anyways, let's get into a pretenders or contenders though, with the list of playoff teams that we have. I'll start off the Los Angeles Lakers. Are they pretenders, Cam, or are they contenders? Uh, I'm gonna go with surprise here, contenders. Yeah, I would say they're contenders. <laughs> I, I mean, when you look at what LeBron and AD have accomplished together, it's it is the best duo in the league, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, Especially. I don't understand what two people in the in the West can actually guard both of them, which is why I think I have them going to the ship. Um, I mean, as of right now, they have the Grizzlies. 
Yeah, but I, mean, I think the Lakers are hoping the Grizzlies win. Yeah, that, because I don't think they want to play the Pelicans no. or the Trailblazers. Because Trailblazers, even though Lakers Zion versus LeBron would be oh, I want the, the Pel- viewers. The viewers. As a fan, I hunched don't want the Pelicans to get in, but the Lakers definitely want the Grizzlies to get in over the Trailblazers. All right, so we both agree, Lakers, Clippers, contenders. I'll say I contenders mean, as well. Just defensively, I love their unit. They're I mean, deep. They're so deep. They're the deepest team in the in the league. Yeah, Montrez and Lou coming off the bench who are better players than most. Denver, they, I'm gonna say pretenders. Denver, I, I, I would say contenders. I don't think I think they're like the third best team in the West. I mean I know that's what the standings say, but yeah. I actually believe that the standings are correct. I think they're better than the Rockets and the Jazz. Honestly, I could see the Rockets in seven. Against the uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll because be. I mean, obviously, as in they're gonna try. They're not as big as them. They're gonna try and hurt. play Jokic off the court. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. Jokic will definitely eat when he's on the court. I think it'll be interesting with James and Russ for sure in the offs. Um, Jazz and Thunder. I would go Jazz. I would go Pretender. I would go Thunder. I would go. Contender, I don't think they're. I think they could beat anyone in the series except for the Clippers or Lakers. I both. I go pretenders both, and I go contenders with the Rockets. I think there's only three contenders in the West, and I think there's only two contenders in the East. So, I think that like when I say Thunder contenders, I'm not saying I think they could win the finals or even. I think they could win a playoff series. Which yeah. a lot of team people don't think. As long as they don't play the Lakers or Clippers round yeah, one. I could see them being I could top. see them beat the Denver. I could see them beat the Rockets. Yeah. I could see them beat the Mavs. So let's go into the East. Pretenders, contenders, Bucks. Uh, that's a contender. They're number one defensively, number yeah. one offensively. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you don't think that the Bucks are a contender, then... You just hate Giannis, and you're going based off last year alone. They've gone a lot better from last year, and they almost made the finals last year. Oh, yeah. Defensively, I mean, they're, they're the best defensive team in the league. I'm looking I, forward I, to seeing. I think they're finally going to try out Giannis at the five this postseason, and once they try that out, it's going to destroy some teams. Oh, yeah. Uh, Raptors, I'm going to say contenders as well. They're deep as well, well-coached. Yeah, Nick um, Nurse is a beast. I like Pascal. I like Kyle Hustler. Kyle um, Lau? Yeah. I mean, he's a grinder. What he else can I grinder. say? What else can I say? He's like, I would say they are contenders. I would say they're the fourth best team in the league. And I'm going to change that. I'm going to say one more contender in the East is the Celtics for sure. I love what Brad Stevens did with them. Uh, I like Jason Tatum. Um yeah, the Celtics are definitely contenders just because they're the only team in the NBA with three 20-point scores, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, they are just deep, and that's not even counting Gordon Hayward. I mean, when Gordon Hayward's your fourth-best player, yeah. it's... I don't deep. like their bench as much as other teams, but Brad Stevens... I know you're big on the Heat. I am big on the Heat. I was going to say, they are definitely... I could see the Heat I could... beating the Bucks. I could see the Heat beating the Raptors for sure. I want to see Raptors versus... Heat series for sure because I would love to see a Bam versus Pascal matchup because I think Bam actually could outplay him. And Spo versus Nick Nurse, those are two of the top coaches. So you think they're a pretender though? I think they're pretenders. I mean, just. They are really young. They don't have 
the pieces they to knock out. Yeah. They don't know. I, I don't know who's going to guard. They're deep, though. Kemba. I mean, yeah. They are deep, yeah. But in terms of the ship, I go Lakers, Bucks. It's what about most... Sixers? For, Sixers uh, are, pretenders. are pretenders. Yeah, I say pretenders, pretenders. as well. They got to get rid of Embiid or They Simmons. can't shoot. You gotta got to shoot in the playoffs. They, get, they overpaid Al Horford. They overpaid Tobias. Yeah. And they have no spacing other than Tobias. It's a real... It's, it's a lot of moving pieces. <laughs> just... And Simmons and Embiid just aren't a good match on the court together. It's just... You can't have two guys... Because Simmons shouldn't be a point guard. He should be power forward. He should be a natural point forward. But I mean, as of right now, they guard. play the Celtics in round one. And that's a I I Celtics, take Celtics and Celtics six on them. Yeah, I'll take Celtics and six. But like I said, what do you what do you have in the ship? Ship? Um, I'll probably go Lakers over the Bucks as well. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna break, be creative, but I think the Heat could make the Eastern Conference Finals again. I that's see, my prediction. Uh, I like, could see Clippers, Bucks as well. I could see the yeah. I would say Lakers. Bucks finals for sure and I would see how each team is health before I make that prediction because I wouldn't be surprised if there's injuries because we're going straight into the playoffs right and NBA playoffs there's always injuries alright alright now we're going to go into a little NFL news Antonio Brown what a big surprise he's in the news like every oh, off huge. season huge surprise <laughs> yeah and it's about whether who he's going to sign with. The leading right now, from what I've seen, is the Seahawks and the Ravens. Both, both, both yikes. Uh, both, uh, that's, those teams, that's scary. They imagine Lamar with AB. I don't, I don't want to imagine that. Imagine Russ with AB. Yeah. I don't want to imagine that. Anywhere AB. If you get AB right, I mean, he's, he's the best receiver in the league. Yeah. I mean, he probably wouldn't be anymore just because he had, he is older now, but he's at minimum top 10 if he's right. Yeah. That's worst case scenario. If he's right, he's a top 10. Anywhere receiver. he goes, he is the number one option. Yeah, unless he went to the Falcons. <laughs> I don't think the Falcons would get up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, in terms of just where he's going to go now, it's too early to tell. I mean, these are just, these are just uh, theories. Theories, yeah. Seahawks, Ravens. I mean, I would love to see him go to either of those because the Redskins aren't contenders this year. So I would love if to he see goes. Him. To I would love him to yeah. go to the Seahawks just so I could see Russ with them because. Oh yeah, Russ. That makes him the once that that their really makes receiving them the, core would be the best receiving core in the NFL with AB, yep. Lockett, DK. Yep. That is unfair. Yep. That's, so let's transition and do some a. Uh, Sink or swim, this brief description of sink or swim, it's pretty much we looked at the win totals of Vegas and like a team that we think is going to way overperform, or at least just a team from last year that's going to take a big step up. And I said it wrong way. I said sink. But either way, either sink's way. obviously bad. Swim's good. Yeah. So who's your swim for this my year? My swim of this year is Tampa Bay Bucks. Um Nine and a half wins is what Vegas has them at. I'm I'm over. Um, I think they're going to compete with the Saints all year until the last game. Honestly, I think it's going to be. I think them and the Saints are going to be the one in the five seed. 
honestly. Or somewhere or around the that. Four? I'm, I'm, you think they're going to get the one wild card? I think whoever comes out of that division is going to win the NFC. And I think the second place will get the five seed. Okay. Um, but just just Tampa Bay, just the addition of Tom Brady, the the addition of Rob Winkowski as your as your yeah. I mean, I mean they're the best tight end group in the league now. They definitely they're the have, best wide receiver duo. It'll be down to I mean if Brady can if last year was based off of Brady not having any weapons and Brady actually is still good, then they will be one of the best teams in the NFL. Right. Personally, I don't think he's good anymore, and I think he's a little wash. But we'll see. Uh, it's early. So we'll what's see. your what's your swim of the of the year? My swim of the year is the Steelers because I am also going with an old quarterback getting addition to a team that was pretty solid last year because Big Ben is getting added to the number one defense in the NFL from last year up there at least. Great and great. From I think seven. Big Ben is obviously above Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph. I mean Correct. that's a no brainer. Correct and. If their defense, and I love Mike Tomlin, I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL and one of the most underrated every year. He always, people talk about how he should be fired, oh, yeah. and it's a joke. Oh, yeah. The fact that they <laughs> went 8 and 8 last year just screams good coaching. They went 8 and 8 with Duck Hodges and Mason, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah. And I love Duck Hodges, but he's not a starting quarterback. He, no. he's, a, he's a career backup. So, well, yeah, that's my swim. That's fair. That's fair. I like their O line, I like their front seven. Also, Deontay Johnson, look out. Yeah, I could see him breaking out alongside Juju this year. I don't have to make in the playoffs this year because I personally I don't like their receiving core right now. I mean, the addition of Eric Ebron is efficient in the red zone. I yeah. mean, James Conner's not I the think, real deal, in my opinion. I disagree. I uh, think James Conner's solid, and I think last year they loaded the box against him because of Duck and Mason. Yeah, yeah. And I love this. I mean, the Steelers O-line is what makes that running game go, and the Steelers O-line is still completely intact. They still have all the pieces. They have DeCastro, they have uh, Pouncey, and they have Villanueva and all those guys. They're, they're going to make a run, for yeah. sure, in the middle of the season. But, I mean, they're in the top division. That's also very If they were division. in the AFC South, I don't think there'd be a question if, they'd make the, if they would make the playoffs or not. No. But since they're in the AFC North with the Ravens and the Browns. Yeah. So who's your sink... I think this year has got to be the Green Bay Packers. Um, first of all, the obvious, I don't know what addition they had this offseason that helps them. I mean, you can talk about Jordan Love going in the first round, which is... That doesn't help him. Doesn't help. <laughs> it does doesn't not help, help, not going to lie. Might hurt but, him. <laughs> I mean, Rodgers, yeah, he's top 10 quarterback still. Devontae Adams, top five receiver. But after that... You, you get to the point where Rodgers doesn't trust who he has after Devontae. If Devontae goes down, that team automatically becomes a, you know, an eight-win team, just like that if he goes down. But, I mean, I, I love Aaron Jones. I mean... I love Aaron Jones as well. I mean, I have the Packers win the division again just because they won it by a lot last year. And they didn't lose. They lost Blake Martinez, but they didn't add much. But I just... I'm confident that Aaron Rodgers can get them back in the playoffs. So that's fair. I mean, I also think another year in the floor system could help. I just don't think another 13-win season is realistic. I don't think. Yeah, I. I think the NFC North 
isn't one of the best divisions in football. No. I think it could definitely take a step back. It might be the worst NFC division if the NFC I think their I think their floor is seven and nine. I think their ceiling is eleven and five. It'll really just come down to if Rodgers gets hurt because we've seen them in the past the last ten years. Ever since they won the Super Bowl, if Rodgers has been healthy, they've made the playoffs. Yep. And now I think LaFleur is definitely better than McCarthy was, so their ceiling is a little bit higher with LaFleur. I just think we'll the N- I just think the NFC is just the most difficult he's ever seen. I mean, yeah, the there's there's tough. six teams that are Elite. straight up better than them, in my opinion. But anyways, who's your sink of the year? My sink of the year, which has become a little notorious, is the 49ers because of a few reasons. Let me just lay it out. First off, they traded away an all-pro. For, or DeForest Buckner. He went to the Colts. They got Javon Kimla back from him, which, in my opinion, is a downgrade. There's no way that a rookie will end up being an all-pro. That just never happens, so he will, no matter what, be a downgrade. My second reason is because it's a Super Bowl hangover. It's happened very consistently the last 20 years that the year after a team loses in the Super Bowl, they usually fall for a little bit. It doesn't always happen. I know it doesn't always happen, but... I think there's reason that that is a concern. That's fair. That's a fair point. Um, I th- oh, I have more reasons. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. My third Keep reason going. is the receiving core isn't as strong. I mean, they added the rookie receiver. Debo's hurt. I don't think the receiving core is that strong. And if a team can figure out, once the blueprint can come out to stop the 49ers, which could happen, then their team could get derailed if Jimmy G isn't able to step up. My fourth reason for why they're going to be bad is because of their second corner. Richard Sherman is turning 32, I believe, which I'm not saying Richard Sherman's going to completely fall off, but they already have a low weakness at corner if Sherman does go down at all, and he is turning a complete year older, and their second corner is already a weak spot. But yeah, those are my reasons why. I'm going to defend them just a little oh, bit. Oh, I forgot about Trent. Oh yeah, they lost Joe Staley. Oh, let's and... hear about Trent. <laughs> yeah, let's hear about Trent. So yeah, Joe Staley got... Retired. Yeah. And he was a solid alignment last year. And they're adding Trent, who everyone is saying is an immediate upgrade. And everyone's like, you're a wrestling fan. How is it not an immediate upgrade? He was an all-pro. I mean, he was an all-pro a few years ago. He took off a year. And his last year, he was about the same level as Joe Staley. In my opinion, if you take a year off and then you play, you're probably not going to be at the same level. I think it'll be a little bit worse. But that's only, like, my fifth reason for why I think they're going to be bad, so... Worse, not bad. I saw them going nine and seven, just not twelve and four, which is what every single Forty ers fan expects you to say. Are you done? I am done. Those okay. are my reasons. I'm gonna defend the Forty ers here. Um, first of all, they've kept their roster intact except for the subtraction of Force Buckner for the most part. I love their O line. You protect Jimmy. Uh, not to mention they run the ball like beasts. Trent Williams is actually an addition at left tackle uh definitely losing Debo is going to hurt for the first month um I mean George Kittle is the best tight end in the league so that makes up for it I mean I love Kittle I mean you still got you, you they have a solid roster I just they think have a great roster they they play I mean last year they were ranked by teams to go 25th and they ended up being the second they're gonna have a top five front seven again um, there's news 
lately, today, that Jamal yeah. Adams is If that happens, spot. I probably will change my prediction a little bit. So that'll help the secondary. I'm not going to go to Jamal Adams going to the Niners. That's just too early to tell. But I just think that their roster is too good in order. I don't think they're 13-3 when, again, like this year. But I see them going in the wild card. Um, I see them... I mean, if they go wild card and they go 11-5, then that's yeah. above my prediction, and then I'm wrong. Yeah. I just don't think the hype is worth what they're... I also don't think Mike Kyle Shanahan is the best coach in the NFL like some people make him out to be. He had He's had one good coaching season his entire career. So let's hold up um, just a little bit on declaring him the next... I don't even know. The... Like, yeah, they're saying he's Sean Payton. I don't think he's Sean Payton at all. So, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow on Spotify. Leave a subscription and rating on Apple. And make sure to follow us both on Twitter. At Haskins Season. At DMV Mac. And thank you all for listening so much. And love you, bros.